0: Good Christian friends, rejoice with heart and soul and voice. Now ye need not fear the grave. That's a happy new year kind of thinking. Now ye need not fear the grave. Jesus Christ was born to save. Calls you one, calls you all to gain his everlasting hall. Christ was born to save. We could spend the rest of our lives just pondering those few lines, and we'd be okay. Uh, That's more than enough information for us in this information age in which we download more than we could possibly digest. Uh, That's plenty. Um, Happy New Year to you. Glad you are here today. Uh, As Colin said, we celebrate today the Feast of the Holy Name. Jesus, God saves. It's what this hymn is uh, you know, we're declaring as we sing it, the significance of that name and what it means for us. A reading from Philippians, um, again, backs this up. You know, God has given Jesus a name above every name, that every knee on heaven, on earth, above the earth, underneath the earth, um, it's going to bow and bend at the name of Jesus because God saves so what I want to do for just a moment today is think about salvation, but I want to think about it in a, a particular way as we are entering into this new year. Um, there are parts to salvation which uh, are hard for us to wrap our minds around, that you know, we need not fear the grave, that Jesus has the keys to hell, death, and the grave, um, that we've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness into light. and uh, those things have kind of cosmic realities which we're living into um, because it doesn't always look like we're in the kingdom of light uh, if we look around, even in our own hearts. So those things are, are a bit mystical but true. But I want to think about this in terms of uh, kind of as we approach this new year, this word save in Greek sozo also means health or healing and wholeness. And so it's it's kind of a more holistic word rather than just some kind of spiritual, I've been saved, which is kind of like grasping at smoke in a way. It's like, what exactly does that do for me? A lot. But we're going to talk about this other uh, bit of it. So not too long after our gospel reading, in which we hear about the shepherds today, uh, you'll remember that Joseph and Mary take Jesus and they flee to Egypt because Herod uh, is going to kill uh, all those children under two to maintain his um, position. Uh, So there's no challenge uh, to his authority. And I don't know if you've thought about this, but as, as they leave under cover of night and flee for their lives and the life of their child, If God is salvation and God saves and this is, uh, you know, the one in whom salvation is going to come. uh, Couldn't Jesus have done this a a different way? I mean, God, the father. Maybe he could have uh, visited all of Israel and said, y'all need to band together against Herod because he's about to do a terrible thing. Or God could have thwarted Herod's plans another way perhaps, you know, to find this salvation. I think about that because often in my own life, I know I would rather have easy answers and all the circumstances out there to be saved out from under them and it not be so difficult on me, like fleeing from my life and going to a country where I don't speak the language and I don't know the culture and I don't know the food I mean, this is what Mary, Joseph, and Jesus have done, right? They're refugees. They take off for another country. Uh, It's not easy for them. They put themselves in a a difficult situation. But I know, and y'all are better people than me. You probably not like this, but I kind of want the hallmark version of the Bible in my life where things always come out with these, you know, really over sweet songs and endings that everything is just always according to Hoyle. And God just removes the difficulties for me. That seems like a salvation I could really get into. That it was prepared for me that way. We would love God to make everything happy. Everything surrounding us peaceful and Perfect. That there would be peace on earth. There there would be no poverty. Thriving for all of us. And yet, although we've turned to this calendar page, the world still seems pretty frustrating. It seems like there's been little to no progress made. Sometimes it feels like we've taken steps back. It's as Bono of U2 says... Nothing changes New Year's Day, or so it appears. Well, when we hear of salvation, and we want things, we imagine that things could be different, we could get angry with God. I know I've been angry with God. And to feel like maybe you're not keeping your side of the bargain, God. I want you to save me, certainly in ways that I imagine are better for me, uh, that are easier for me. But instead, God shows us something vastly different. He speaks a very different word to us. In Matthew's gospel, you'll remember in this Christmas story, the angel says to Joseph, here comes this one named Emmanuel, Jesus, God is with us. And it turns out that Jesus was the perfect embodiment of that as he lived his life. He demonstrated that God the Father was with him. He was fully human, but that God was with him and God didn't take him out of the tough stuff, did he? I just said he had to flee to Egypt, right? And even once he got to Nazareth, it was no tiptoe through the tulips. People tried to throw him off the edge of the cliff. People thought he was crazy. And ultimately, he walks a road to his own execution. Philippians, of course, talks to us a bit about that today. That Jesus, who though God did not require regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself. And it seems like that is the human journey, that things don't just get taken out of our way all of the time, but that we walk through God with us. He humbled Himself and became obedient even to the point of death to the cross. This is um, said elsewhere in 2 um, uh, Corinthians, I believe. Remember, Paul says, I prayed three times. Can you take this thorn of away? <laughs> this, is, this is. I'd really prefer you save me by doing this the way I imagine it should be done. And how does God... Uh, reply to him. My grace is sufficient for you. Well, that's not what I wanted to hear. I wanted to be saved. I wanted all of this to change, and I don't have to change then. But God has a different thing in mind. So in this new year, I wish I could tell you that God's going to smooth everything out. No, I. Obstacles or challenges in 2023. You're going to walk on sunshine. No rainy days. Old weird Uncle Harold. He's going to come around. He's not going to bug you. That neighbor you have. They won't get on your nerves this year. Stock market. If you're invested. Aces for you. Good parking spots everywhere you go. That's kind of a selfish salvation I know I think about sometimes. But I only need to hear the Christmas story again to realize that, as I said earlier, even Jesus' own family faces challenges and anxiety too. They escaped death as they fled to Egypt. They lived in exile. The challenges are over, as I mentioned, for Jesus as He comes back. He was well acquainted with the challenges that we face in everyday life and in fact faced many that we'll never become acquainted with. But God was with him and God was with that family the whole way and He is with us in Egypt, in Bethlehem, in Nazareth, in Nashville. As followers of Christ and His body, We know that He is with us as we face this new year. And as His people, we are called to face it not by ourselves, but with those around us. Not to try to fix everything and smooth everything out for them. We can't do that. But to live out our faith by being with them, by working with people standing in solidarity and not in isolation as we walk into this new year. And there are plenty of beautiful stories, by the way, that we could tell of that very thing has been happening at St. George's for a long time. People standing in the gap and standing with those who are struggling. The truth of God's love declared, demonstrated in Jesus Christ. And often that can remain veiled to us because We want salvation out of a particular circumstance which seems so much very more real to me than the salvation that He has given me. But He walked it out. And we walk ours out too. And God is not nearer to some than He is to others. He is equally Emmanuel to each and every person on this planet. You are known by your Creator and you are deeply loved. 2023 will be like every other year. it will have ups and downs and things that we face. But what I can tell you with assurance, God will most certainly be with you in this new year.